Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bone with Five Star Personal and Corporate Development, and today we're sitting down with Paula Bonilla. Paula was raised in Mexico City, and she holds a law degree and a diploma in translation. Since 2011, she has been a certified translator in English for the Superior Court of Justice of Mexico City, and since 2019 by the Federal Judiciary Council of Mexico. She is also Master Coach and Trainer for Dream Releaser Coaching. As a lawyer, for many years, she collaborated in agencies such as the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Ministry of Energy, Federal Commission for Regulatory Improvement, and the Ministry of Economy. Since her early years in language, she has a passionate for it and later to become a part of her life's dream, and you'll hear more about that in a few moments. Her language firm saw the light in 2014 as a result of a very successful coaching process with DRC Coaches. In 2013, Paula began her collaboration with Dream Releaser Coaching, translating many of the materials that would later be used for training the first group of coaches, DRC Latin America. Paula, it is such an honor and a privilege to have you with us today on the Dream Out Loud podcast. Hola a todos. This is my honor. I mean, having the time to talk to you and to talk to all the people from DRC and maybe we don't know where many other countries they listen to us so it is my pleasure and honor thank you for having me it is a blast I remember coming to Mexico City a number of years ago when we started this and we had no idea even back then of how God was going to really make uh, DRC a global a global mission. And so we're so excited about Latin America DRC. And so maybe people on our Dream Out Loud podcast today doesn't know who Paula is. Tell us a little bit more. I know I gave the bio, but tell us who Paula really is. What is your passion and what's going on in your life? Well, first of all, I'm a mother. And I'm a wife, which takes most of my 24 hours during the day. I, I have a six-year-old who is almost going into elementary school. So, wow, we're now having a very exciting time in finishing preschool and now going into a different time and level and everything. So we're enjoying this. And as you said, I'm a lawyer and I'm a translator. I have been both of those for almost 20 years. So let's say that half of my life I have been doing something with, um, not necessarily like, you know, representing people because that's, that's not what I do as a lawyer, but I am a translator. And as a translator, uh, it turns out that my main job, so to say, is to connect people, connect people in countries, connect people of different cultures and nationalities. And that's what I do. And, and it's so, so fun, so much fun and so exciting to lead other people into their dreams. And it might be a little, um, I mean, some people may, may want to know, like, how do you make other people reach their dreams through translation? Well, it turns out that if you want to do a business with another partner in another country, you need someone to translate the agreement that you're both going to sign so then you can do the business and then you can do what you were planning you know, or maybe you have been thinking about moving to another country to study i don't know a master's degree 
or to, you know, just mm -hmm. continue your education and you have this dreaming going in, let's say, to the UK or to the US. And then you need a translator to help you with that process. So I'm there. And it's been very, uh, very exciting to, to understand that God put me here to be a connection between cultures and peoples. And I have been doing this through translation, but also through coaching. So I'm living my dream, Dr. Bowen, and that's exciting. I mean, I'm really, really happy. <laughs> you know, that's my heart. Anytime anyone says living my dream, that is my hashtag. And so, Paula, it's amazing that uh, here we are in the Dream Out Loud podcast. I am uh, in the United States. You're in Mexico. And uh, it's amazing of how we are reaching the world. And you are helping us reach the world through the translation, even of our curriculum. That's now ICF certified, now translating that over. Uh, so yeah. what actually got you interested in coaching? Mm -hmm. Well, let me just say the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Before I knew DRC, uh, I mean, before I got to know what really is coaching, I, I really didn't know much about, or let me just say this, what I knew was not necessarily uh, like a good reference because, you know, there's always the, an imposter <laughs> to every truth. So what I mm -hmm. what I knew before I, I met all, all the DRC team and, and DRC curriculum was um, that coaching was somehow a way to, you know, do a little bit of brainwashing <laughs> to people. And that was, I mean, that was completely nonsense. I, I really got interested in coaching when I was invited to be part of a translation team in DRC Latin America, which was just getting ready to come out to light. And I was invited to be, mm -hmm. uh, as I said, part of the translation team because all the materials needed to be put in Spanish. So while I was translating, I was also reading. And while I was reading, something started happening in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, of course. And I was learning uh -huh. so much about life principles, about success principles. And it all started making sense to me. And, and it's funny because I think I got into track two or three i cannot remember right now but there was some point when i read this aha moments and it was just like an aha moment from an aha moment to know that oh my god this is this is what i have been feeling throughout all this process i mean i was working but at the same time something was changing in me so i understood that i really needed that into my life because i have been myself stuck in many decisions, mm -hmm. in many things that I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to, or that I started before, but I had to stop because I didn't know how to continue uh, because I didn't have someone to help me through the process. So then I took myself some training sessions. And also then I, mm -hmm. I sat on, on, on the seat of the coachee and, and then I, I went through a coaching process myself. So I have been both sides, you know, and maybe three sides. <laughs> I guess I have been a coach, I have been a coachee, and I have been in the middle. <laughs> so that, I mean, right. coaching became a very, very important part of my life. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and yeah, I remember uh, again those early days of us really starting to talk to uh, Latin America and how that was all going to look. And so, uh, DRC, I, I, I 
I've also done interviews here on the Dream Out Loud podcast uh, with other countries that were also in and very vivid and really thriving. So what would you say the difference, especially since you have mm-hmm. translated our information from Dream Release for Coaching and from English mm-hmm. into into Spanish, what would you say the biggest differences is from Dream Releaser America and Dream Releaser Latin America? I think one of the... Um... The things that make may uh, make a very big difference is the mentality that we have to work with. Um, I know in mm-hmm. the U.S., uh, coaching is a tool that is widespread, well known. People know mm-hmm. the benefits, and there are many types of coaching in the U.S. Many, many, many. But in Latin America, things mm-hmm. are uh, quite different because, first of all, the mentality that we are working with. In, in most of the countries, I may say, is it is a mentality of people who have not been free enough to make their own decisions. And I'm talking about, you know, historical reasons. You know, many of our countries were mm-hmm. colonies or were conquered by other nations be- before we got our independence. And we're not a like mm-hmm. very old countries, but on the country, most of us are kind of new countries. So this all mm-hmm. went into our mentality. This all most of the people think that we have to ask permission to someone else in order to be successful, if I may put it in a phrase. Some people think that they are not entitled to actually dream or even think that they are capable of, you know, reaching their goals. So we have to work with that first. It's not that, I mean, I know, I'm not saying that it's the case of every person that approaches a, a coaching process, but I have seen in my own experience with many people that I have coached so far that they don't even think that mm-hmm. they can put a name on their dream, you know? So the, the thing starts way before actually dreaming. We have to, to help people start dreaming, not... Not to say dream again, because, you know, one of the principles in, in, in DRC is dream out loud, you know, but right. when you are not actually trained into a proper dreaming, if I can say this, it's really hard. Wow. So, yeah. So Latin America has, first of all, as I mentioned in, in your previous questions, there are some misconceptions about what coaching is. So we have to, you know, yeah. work with that without saying it, but we have to work with that. And, and then we have to help people know that they can actually dream. And then when they are dreaming, then they can, they can actually start with a process. I know there are some mm. sectors like commercial and business sectors, you know, people who are in, in, in the indirect positions who are open to trying uh, coaching and they know coaching works. There are many companies that actually Mm -hmm. hire coaches for their senior directors, for their staff. There are people, of course, who Mm -hmm. who train sports, who know the the value and benefit of coaching. But there are some other, many other people, like let's say normal people, you know, people Mm -hmm. who you meet in a bus, in, in the train, that didn't know that there is this tool and that this tool can actually help them to achieve the goals that they have put, you know, way, way, way back into their wardrobe because nobody told them they could dream. So I believe that one of the things that we 
have to do here in Latin American generally is that we have to first, uh, you know, change those wrong impressions and then support the person and, and encourage the person yeah. and, and walk with the person until they are on the way of to dreaming. And, and then, well, the rest is history. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's so exciting to hear you say that being in Mexico now and that DRC uh, was truly uh, the forerunner, uh, the one that just kind of uh, introduced coaching to the country. And uh, now we're seeing, you know, it begin to start. Uh, obviously, here in the United States, we weren't the first, but we're the first as we know it today. And so we're really excited about uh, hearing how we have, you know, we have, we've made those transitions. And now Latin America is making some of those same transitions to really educate people of what coaching is, what it does, and how yeah. effective it can be. I'm really excited about asking you this next question, because before we actually started the program today, um, we started talking a little bit, and I, I couldn't wait to hear your answers on this, about how DRC, how Dream Releaser Coaching has affected Paula in Mexico City, Mexico. Now our translator, how has how is Dream Releaser Coaching actually affected you? Well, it. let me just say this. It's um, the word affect, I don't know in English, but maybe in Spanish, has somehow like a negative context. But, you know, this, uh, this may sound more like not a affected but changed radically <laughs> let me use that verb uh -huh. changed my life radically because i was one okay. of those persons who didn't know who could actually dream and then be entitled to have their dream come true when i first started with the translation process in drc uh, of course I, I had been a translator already for about 10 years or so so i was not uh -huh. new in the sector but I just felt like I was going to be one translator into the big world of translation, you know, one more to the count. Oh. <laughs> but then uh, all these principles started changing my mentality. They started actually, you know, putting some fire into my dreams. And I said, like, why not? I mean, if this says that I can do it, why not? Let's just try it. So right. dream releaser coaching actually made a big change. It had, yeah, there is a Paula before DRC and there's a Paula after DRC in translation and then after coaching and then after becoming a coach. Because my company, uh -huh. Letera Vita is the name of my company, which is uh, uh, somehow a translation of living letters, living language. So it all became to wow. life. It all became to life really thanks to being coached and, and coached through a, a process that I know that has very high standards because all of dream releasers curriculum is based on a bible mm -hmm. it's based on eternal principles principles of life and that's why i decided to name mm -hmm. my company like that you know it all became to life yeah. after i had been coached that's how it affected <laughs> that's amazing and you know uh, the way that you talk about dream releaser has affected your life and how it's changed your life uh, giving you new understanding and to open up your mind. Uh, yeah. And likewise, uh, the executive director of Dream Relationship Coaching, I must say that anytime we think of Latin America, we think of Paula because oh. we know that without you, 
and the translation piece and really getting us out there because I remember coming there and of course there's a big uh, you know a, a big difference there in the translation and of course we had to have interpreters and and you were translating everything even the homework assignments back then you had to translate <laughs> yeah. everything over so it's what a long way we have come with Latin America, and you have been such a huge part of that. And so maybe some of our podcast listeners today don't really understand where Dream Releaser has come from. Today we're sitting down with Paula um, Bonilla, and she is in Mexico City. She is our translator that's translated everything uh, into Spanish uh, there in Mexico. So we're very excited to have her as a guest on the Dream Out Loud podcast. So many of you may be listening saying, wow, I didn't know the Dream Releaser was that big. Yes, we're in several countries right now, still having things interpreted over, still having things translated over, simply because Dream Releaser is no longer just for the United States, but now we have one global and we're going around the world. So that's really exciting. Apollo, we really appreciate you being a great part of that and an inspiration for us to do that. I think you are the one that really inspired us to go into other countries and to have different translations. So we thank you for that. So what lessons have you learned uh, while coaching somebody else? Because we as coaches realize that sometimes we're the beneficiary as well, that we're coaching somebody else, but we also find out things about us. So what is something that you found while coaching someone else? They're absolutely right. It's not only like the coachee gets all the benefits. I mean, we are, we as coaches are changed when, I mean, after mm-hmm. every session with every person. And I may, let me mention just maybe three or four of those lessons that I really have sure. taken note about those and I have them there so that I don't remember. And one of the first is never take anything for granted. Like first, never mm-hmm. take anything for granted from the coachee, from the coachee's life, but for you yourself, you never know. And um, another one that I really, I really remember this case, but you'll never know how hard a personal battle is until you fight shoulder to shoulder with the person who has the battle in that moment. We are the coaches, yes, but we are not spectators. We become part of the front line, so to say, with with our coachees. Mm-hmm. And of course, every person is valuable. We know that. Uh, but then their dreams are also valuable. All of them. It doesn't matter if we think they're like super crazy or if in our point of view, they are not going to get into life like the person is dreaming. But any case, it's valuable. And because it is valuable, it's worth the time, it's worth the effort, it's worth everything you do for your coachee. Um, and yeah. one and one another that I really like very much is your ideas are good for you, not necessarily for mm-hmm. your neighbor, or in, or in this case, not necessarily right. for your coachee. I mean, because sometimes we tend that's to that's <laughs> yeah, and that's in the QRC curriculum. <laughs> we tend to think that we can help the person in suggesting things or giving them ideas. No, 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 just sit, listen. Be, be like quiet all the time just listen just watch just let the person unfold everything and then then you may suggest but your ideas are just good for you <laughs> right wow that's amazing and, and it's amazing these principles are good universal because even though there may be a different style and even a different understanding 
of what coaching is as people really start getting that that acronym plans powerful questions as you mentioned already listening accountability neutral and yeah. silence once we really find the heart of a person and really um, are able to pull some of those things out of them the answer lies within them so no matter what part of the country you're in no matter what part of the world we're in of course sitting down today i am interviewing someone all the way in mexico and god is just really using drc around the world to help people expand their horizon open up what's inside of them and really live their dream so um let me ask this to you, Paula. Um, why do people actually need coaches? Because, you know, and, until the last decade or 12 years for DRC now, people never heard of coaches. We've heard of basketball coaches and baseball mm -hmm. and volleyball and sporting coaches, but never life coaches. Why does somebody need a life coach? Well, because living life is already hard. <laughs> and living life yeah. all by yourself is double hard. You always need uh -huh. someone to rely on. You need someone to get advice from. And achieving dreams uh -huh. and goals on your own doesn't necessarily end in a success story. We may tend to think that, wow, if I am living my dream, then I am successful. Not, not necessarily, because not necessarily your dreams, not necessarily your goals mm -hmm. are just stated in the right way, you know? Uh, if, if your goal is not smart, yeah. it may not come to life, but it may be smart, but the wrong, you know, on the wrong direction. So you need coaches uh -huh. to show you the way, but not like in a, in a, let's just say they are not going to tell you where to go or how, or how to do it or what to do. They're going to help you find the answers that you already have in you. So when your motivation is low, when your vision is blurred, Obviously, you're going you're going to end somewhere you didn't want to end in the very first place. So right. a coach can help you, you know, direct your steps in the right way. Having someone help you on the way can make all the difference. And I know it myself. I mean, as yeah. I said before, I am a success story in many ways. Not only one story. I have many that I could share. But I know the value of coaching. And I know the value of a coach that commits to yourself. And that's why I, I, I really can say in this point of my life, you always need a coach. If you're going to make a major decision, please go and find a coach. If you're going to Absolutely. To, to, to change, to, to switch gears, if you're going to switch directions, please, before you do that, mm -hmm. go find a coach. Don't do it by yourself. You need someone yeah. to help you on the way. Yeah. And even coaches need coaches. <laughs> so everybody needs a coach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know that. We just go a little bit further. We just go a little bit further when we have somebody pulling the dreams out of us and listening uh -huh. to us. That's a key Absolutely. factor as well. So as with any business venture, uh, there are always obstacles. Mm -hmm. So what motivated you to overcome those obstacles to begin your coaching business there in Latin America? Well, let me just say this because of my profession and, and also because of my personality, mostly because of my personality and who I am, the, 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 the characteristics I have naturally, I have always uh -huh. been a listener, not necessarily on purpose. I mean, this has been my, my nature, you know, so people usually mm -hmm. approach me to find some advice or maybe just because they needed someone to listen to them. And to listen attentively, not just, mm -hmm. you know, hear someone while you're doing something else. No, no, no. 
listen attentively. So since I can remember, people have come to me when they want to talk and they want to pour their hearts out and they and when they want to share their dreams, they they have always come to me. So that was already in me. Mm-hmm. And, and as I said before, I when when you have witnessed it, so many lives changed because of coaching. And then you know yeah. it naturally comes from you. Then you want to share this. If you know the value of something, you want everyone to have it. You know? So any right. obstacle can be overcome when you know it's worth it. And I know this is worth it. I yes, of course there are many obstacles as in any business, not not only in this in this area, but in any business finds obstacles, the competition, the prices, the market, the condition, it, you know, you know about that. But when you know it's worth it, when you know this can do something for someone else and, and change the life right. of people for the good, for good, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can do it. I mean, yes, it's going to be a little bit difficult. But I mean, it's mm-hmm. difficult to make a scrambled egg in the morning when you're super sleepy, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's worth it. You're going to have a very nice avocado toast and a scrambled egg on the side and you do it. And it changes your life and it makes life better for you. So if you put that into right. a business venture like this, well, your motivation uh-huh. is changing other people's lives and changing them yeah. so they can be better persons, so they can live a happier life, a better life. So which obstacle can put into that? Wow. Awesome. So what, what would you say was the, um, the biggest um, challenge for you in translating things from English into Spanish? What, what was the biggest translation difference from um, North America to, to Latin, uh, Latin America? Um, having uh, to find the right illustrations, the right expressions, that could make sense to a person in our culture is there's a process in Mm -hmm. translation that is and i love this word it's called transcreation a transcreation Ah. process happens when you recreate something from something already existing in order to make it useful Mm -hmm. and valuable for a person in another culture so it's just when you, for example, when you try to, to sing, um, let's just say, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in English, and then uh-huh. you put it into Spanish, and you have to, you know, find the right words that match the tempo of the song. It's not going to be the same words. You need to find the right word that makes sense to the other person, and it makes sense to the music itself. So it pretty much resembles mm-hmm. the same process in translating all the materials. I mean, um, the heart of Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda is in the DRC curriculum. So what I needed to do Uh is have this same heart and spirit and and, and motivation into them writing the the curriculum. I'm putting that into Spanish, in a Spanish that made sense to people and touched the hearts of people the same way it touched the hearts of people live in the u.s or live in any other english-speaking country that was the main challenge yeah you know dictionaries yeah. are there I was, 
<laughs> I think that's one of the things that you taught me is that it's not as simple just to translate over because yeah. I think in our mind it's like oh if this, if this there's a word here there's a word there yeah. but sometimes that you have to really deep for that word to make sure it's the same thing sure. so we know that everybody has a niche like I love this I saw it in your bio I didn't read it intentionally just because I wanted to hear this from you um what is that coaching specialty that has found you or you have found it because we believe that all of us find that special niche. What is your special niche in coaching? My niche in coaching is the mumpreneur. And it's a, I said it in your word, I think it's, it's a mom. No, no, I want to make sure that everybody understands because I think some of them here are probably saying, what did she say? Mompreneur, right? Yes. Mompreneur is how you would say it here. Yeah. So what is a mompreneur? We know what an entrepreneur is, but what is a mompreneur? Well, a mompreneur is an entrepreneur mom, an entrepreneur mother. Sometimes, um, and that's that's part also of my story at some point in my life, when you become a mom, of course, most of your attention and your energy and your love and your everything goes into the new baby. And if you have more than uh -huh. one kid, you know, you ha you have kids, you have grandkids, you know how this all works, you know, everybody right, running right. All around you all over the place and you there, there's noise, there is many other things to put attention to. But then at some point you find yourself as a mom in, in, in a situation where you want to come back to your professional life, or maybe you just know that you're not going to be able to go back to what you were before becoming a mom. But you still want to be mm -hmm. useful. You want to find success into doing businesses. And there are many mothers, many, many mothers that find a way in doing that by opening their own businesses. They are entrepreneurs. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes they don't even know they are entrepreneurs. Let me just share a bit of a, of a story mm -hmm. of someone that I coach. She is a, a lady, a very sweet lady who has been selling, you know, Tupperware? The, the container brand, right. well, mm -hmm. she, she sells uh, Tupperware with a catalog. So she just, you know, goes to a neighbor meeting and then she shares a catalog with everyone. She takes orders, you know, you know, those Tupperware parties. Right. So, um, yeah. and, and then she, that's how she makes a living. And that's how she has paid for the school of, their, of her three children. So she's an entrepreneur. She wow. started her own business. She yeah. found a business model. Yes, of course, Tupperware gives them some training and everything, but she made it fit her own life, her own schedule, her own everything. Uh -huh. So she became an entrepreneur. And sometimes many mothers do the same, like they start selling food, they start selling, you know, uh, beauty products or school supplies. I don't know, you know. There are so many things that they sell now on Facebook groups. <laughs> and, and there are many of those moms who think they are just going to work to make ends meet, you know. But then when they open their eyes to some other opportunities in their lives, they feel that they're not going to be able to make it because they're moms, because their kids need them because they need to go to school meetings and they need to pay attention to what they're going to have for lunch and dinner and they're going to have to to take the kid to the doctor so that you know there are many obstacles they face so coaching those moms those entrepreneur moms into mm -hmm. a successful business life a successful mother life and a successful wow. personal life 
is something so inspiring, something that really, you know, makes me think this is all worth it. When a mom knows and, and finds a way to start, you know, fulfilling her dreams one after the other, one after the other, step by step, without leaving aside their personal or their mom life, which is super yeah. important, of course, that that makes me think this is what I need to do. There are other moms uh -huh. like me who started a business. There are other moms who struggled many years. There are other moms out there who don't know who that can they can do it because everybody told them, no, you're a mom. That's it for you. Right. You're a mom. But no, you're not. Yeah. You're a mom and you are many other things. Like you can be many other things if you find someone to help you. Find that way. Find, find the, the way to achieve your goals. So mompreneur, mm -hmm. that's that's what I love to do. Mompreneur coaching. I love it. I'm, I'm telling you what, it's amazing. I've heard of a lot of niches, but when I read yours, I was like, wow, a mompreneur. I love it. A mom with an entrepreneurial mind. And so that is your specialty gifting. So anybody can find that niche and we help develop that actually in track four, helping you really, really find your niche. Well, Paula, it has been amazing, amazing coming all the way to Mexico City today with you being here in the United States. And just really thanking you so much. And the internet held up really well for both countries. So we're fantastic. So thank you. And so people may want to be able to connect with you. How would people connect with you? Well, as I said before, I'm a translator. <laughs> I'm a lawyer and I'm a mom. And so I had to make a very, very big decision. I had to, you know, Put a, hit the bottom, the pause button into my coaching business for a bit, in order to uh -huh. um, to strengthen and consolidate my translation services firm, which is already there. So I am getting mm -hmm. ready to go back into the coaching field and help others reach their dreams too. So I'm very soon going to have my own website and to put on there some resources. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, if you want to find me, you can just go into Facebook and find me. You can find me as Paula B-R-Z Bonilla. That's a B-O-N-I-L-L-A. -L -L you can find me there. And that's my personal profile. But you know, something that I have found valuable from, from coaching is that there's nothing more successful to a coach than being real to their coaches. So if you go and find me on my personal profile, I'll be so glad to be friends with you and talk to you. And you know, maybe we can just start a good friendship there. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's what we're all about connection. So again, for yes. those of you that want to connect with her, uh, let me give you uh, the email address to, as well. It's P M P B O N I L L A at Gmail com. That's how you That's can get right. a hold of her. Also yes. on Facebook, P-M-P-B-O-N-I-L-L-A. Paula, it has been a great joy to reconnect with you and to find out what is happening in Latin America. Thank you for being on the Dream Out Loud podcast today. Thank you for having me again. It's, I know, you know, I love the RC. I love you people. <laughs> you're part of my life I and mean, you're part of my heart. So and we love you. Getting to spend some time with you is so awesome every time. Thank you. 
Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you and thank you for all the hard work and for the success we are today. We give you credit for that, for all the hard work you've done for us there in oh, America. But we hope this podcast with Paula Bonilla has helped you to DOL. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out about our other products and resources that you've heard about today, visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time for more inspirational topics to help you to DOL on the Dream Out Loud podcast.